Hello, human family. I'm Jocelyn, and I am grateful you're here. Welcome to the Starting with Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host heart-centered conversations exploring all topics of the human and spiritual experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure to join the community by subscribing and sharing. I am so happy you have joined us. It's your girl, your host, Jocelyn. Y como siempre, I am so grateful you are here and I am so grateful you are tuning into this conversation because we are about to talk to an incredible person whose name is Andy Wynn and As I was trying to craft this bio, I was like, where do I start? What do I say? Because this is an incredibly successful, accomplished serial entrepreneur who has created an impact in various industries. Andy started as a real estate appraiser in 2003. Then he went on to make his own clothing brand in 2007. It was called Imaginary King, which became I'm King. And then he ventured into the restaurant industry in around 2014 and has co-founded restaurants such as After's Ice Cream, Doe and Arrow, Matt Black Coffee, Trill Burgers, and has recently entered the Web3 NFT space where he has co-founded Bored and Hungry and the Food Fighters universe. Andy, welcome to the podcast. I am so grateful that you're here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. I appreciate the intro as well. So we always start these conversations with gratitude. So I'm going to have you share with us what it is that you currently feel grateful for. Yeah, what I wrote down a few days ago was, I am grateful to have a loving, supportive family, to be a husband, father, son, and friend, and that I am blessed to, to do what I love every single day. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for writing that down. I really appreciate it. Before we blast into your past, I'm curious to ask you, how would you describe this season of your life that you're currently in? The season in my life is very high intensity, very fast paced, um, but moving in the right direction. Uh, a lot going on as I'm running a lot of new opportunities with current things going on and as well as being a dad. Beautiful. And how about the season that you just transitioned out of? How would you describe that season? Uh, the season that I transitioned out of was like late last year was just a roller coaster, um, not knowing where things were headed, um, nervous for what I was dealing with, with the current state of, 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 the pandemic where we're at. And uh, fortunately, things shifted immediately into that new season. And it's been a lot of uphill from there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you are experiencing a season of greater clarity and uh, feeling good about the direction you're headed in. I can imagine you being, you know, in the restaurant industry that the past couple of years have been quite uh challenging um so i'm proud of you for hanging in there and um continuing to invest in yourself and in your ideas and in all that you're working on so on your instagram you have a highlight that says my story and i i really appreciate by the way 
your storytelling on your Instagram, like your captions and your highlights. It's very informative. And you can tell that you are someone who likes to share this their story with the intention to be resourceful and uh, motivating to others, encouraging to others to pursue their dreams. So I really appreciate that about you. But I want to start somewhat in the beginning of your story, some, some, somewhere where I feel it is integral to who you are today. You mentioned that the more that you tried to fit in, the more trouble you got into in school. And you got in so much trouble to the point where you got kicked out in your sophomore year of high school. And then you came back motivated. You were motivated to go back to school, but you came back with a different mindset to be yourself and to stop worrying what others thought of you. And I feel like there's so much here because I feel like I truly believe that being your true self is like key to life and key to creating the life of your dreams and being in alignment with what's meant for you. And I feel like you coming back to school with that shift in your mindset of, I'm just going to be my true self and I'm going to stop worrying what others think of me. I feel like that switch has been something that has not only benefited you at, at that point in your life, but throughout the rest of your journey. Of course, it's definitely um, a very pivotal moment in, my, in the, as a young teenager, you go through so many different emotions of trying to discover yourself and understanding what's going on in that moment and being pulled and led into a lot of different directions. And I just happened to have, I just happened to live in my own pandemic at the time, right? I was kicked out of school. I was home pretty much every day by myself. And I had a lot of time to think, uh, you know, and then lots of different thoughts in my head of like, hey, what do I do next? Or do, do I continue this? And, you know, I, once I really buckled down and focused and had some clarity on, on myself and my future, that's, I think that's when, you know, my mind totally shifted and it's carried me to where I'm at now. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioning that the more you try to fit in, the more trouble you got into. I feel like there's a depth to that because not only does that apply in school, but in life in general, the more that we try to be someone that we're not or the more that we try to fit in, the more like we find ourselves in situations where it's like, man, I should have just been myself. I should have just listened to my gut, you know. So I, I felt like it was important to bring this up because I feel like you, again, shifting this mindset really contributed to this successful journey that you've had. And another point from that is you allowing yourself to change your mind, right? You decided to be different and by different is like you actually being yourself and you allowed yourself to change your mindset. Have, have you found yourself... Well, actually, I'm sure you have found yourself needing to change your mind often in this journey. I, I think a lot of us, now, I think these days I look things at a long-term scope. Um, I try not to make rest decisions. Uh, I try to take my time thinking things through to make, make sure it all makes sense. Uh, I think the impulsiveness uh, when I was younger was, you know, just, hey, I, just want to either fit in or I just want to get get through with it and the results are always you know turns out the same where completely opposite of what I imagined in my head so um just understanding 
that I'm in a unique opportunity. And as long as I continue to look at the right, everything at the right path in the long term, like, hey, this is as long as I'm treating people with kindness, like working hard, um, helping others, I think those things will always lead me to the right path. Yeah. And, you know, in regards to like changing your mind, is that something do you, you feel is like a big part of the entrepreneurial journey of like allowing yourself to pivot? Definitely changing my mind. It happens a lot, right? Because a lot of things, the world's shifting, just like a pandemic happens and you have to change your mind. You can't, you know, you're just, you're forced to. Thankfully, I've already had that mindset for a long time now. And, and people go through so many, you go through so many ideas and emotions in your head. Like there's, I heard, I, I was reading before that you get thousands of different thoughts in your head within minutes, right? And I was like, okay, well, now you just got to filter through all that and stick to your, stick to your path. And I think, yes, I do change my mind on a lot of things, but in the long term, the goal is always still the same. I love that. I love that you clarified that and distinguished that because I feel like, you know, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I feel like it's important for people to know that it's okay to change your mind. And sometimes it's really important that you allow yourself to change your mind. But that doesn't mean that, you know, where you're headed or the destination of where you were intending to go towards needs to change. Just the process itself sometimes ends up being different than what you imagined. So I, I'm 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 glad that you brought that up. Yeah, and I, and, if, and I think if I stuck to my original goals, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Right? I mean, it, I'm in a completely different field that I would have never imagined 10, 20 years ago. In your first two business ventures for your real estate appraising and your clothing brand, I noticed that, you know, for both of them, you had two people in your life close to you who kind of encouraged you to kind of follow that entrepreneurial direction. So, you know, your best friend Polo convinced you to start a company together, appraising homes. And then you had your other friend who had his own clothing brand, which inspired you to create your own clothing brand. And that just made me think of like how important it is that we be mindful of who it is that we're surrounded by. Because here you had two people in your life who were believing in themselves and, you know, creating these ideas. And it ultimately inspired you to go on this path. How has, you know, the people that you've been surrounded by been important for you and where you're at now? Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, you know, Thankfully, those 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 two guys are are still key people in my life. You know, my partner Polo is still my business partner today. You know, we're almost our twenty year mark of entrepreneurship and being friends for I think almost probably almost thirty years now as friends. Um, and same with my buddy Michael, who started his clothing brand. You know, he taught me a, a lot about storytelling and working with the team and you're not, you know, people aren't working for you. They're working with you. And a lot of those things I still carry with me till, till this day. And I'm, I'm very blessed that, you know, even with Polo, like I'm able to lean on him on, on things and the same thing. He's able to lean, lean on me on certain things. Like, you know, we, we are complete opposite people, but we just gel really well when we work together. You know, you and Polo having been friends for decades and business partners for so long, I feel like that's such a blessing in and of itself because, you know, business partners may grow apart or they may find themselves not being compatible anymore after some years. 
what is it about you and Polo that, you know, just works that you've been able to like stand beside each other this whole time? Well, you know, everyone gets to see me on social media. I'm like the face of everything and I do the storytelling and then I do all the interviews. Um, but he doesn't, you know, he, he, he deserves just as recognition as me. He just doesn't like the lot, you know, he doesn't like to be um, in the limelight. He doesn't like the attention. Um, he loves just being in the background, working on, you know, getting our stores designed, finished production. Um, he's great. He's an amazing um, working with numbers and, and dealing with um, the legal side of things. And I don't, I, you know, those are things, not my personal favorites. So I let him take care of a lot of that. Yeah, whenever I I like ask people this question about like their business partnerships, it's always that. It's always like my business partner is really great at these certain things and really enjoys these certain things that I personally am not as strong at and I'm really good at these things that they're not as strong at. So it's like that harmony that you both create together to be able to build these businesses. I'm curious if, you know, as I continue to look into your story in that highlight, if you launching or attempting to launch your own vodka company is or was your biggest quote unquote failure, because I don't personally fully believe in failure, but creating a vodka company, I feel like is, you know, I can't even imagine what that was like. I think, I don't think that was the biggest failure. It was just an interesting point in our life, right? Like, you know, I'm not that much of a drinker, um, but I'm here, you know, I'm in this position trying to learn about this industry, you know, bring brought on with someone who told us they understood the industry, our, our third partner that we had on at the time. Um, it was very, it was a very expensive lesson, you know, at that time period for in our lives and, you know, in, in the moment when we were building it, we thought we were, you know, we we're onto something, you know, unique and special. Um, but that also, you know, got our, that also helped us in that time period of like, hey, we don't always have to be stuck to one thing. We don't have to just do clothing or this, this. We can, you know, we can put ourselves out there and try different things and learn different industries. And, you know, if it works out great, if, if not, you know, at least we tried and we didn't, we didn't let these ideas linger in our head. You know, at this point, you know, you had, you know, created a business in real estate and then you created your own retail company, your own brand. And I feel like, you know, from what I I'm perceiving from your story and what you've shared is that that switch over from real estate to creating your own brand was you switching from doing something that you feel may be lucrative or maybe like, you know, beneficial financially to something that you actually enjoy more and are more passionate about. What what did you notice in that like switch with yourself and creating something that, you know, you didn't enjoy as much to something that you're actually passionate about? Well, when, the, when I first did the real estate thing with Polo, um, that was that was a way for me to, you know, get my parents off my back about school. That was a way for me to work with my friends. Right. I was like, well, and, and him and Polo selling me on this dream of being able to start our own company, which, you know, I thought was crazy at the time. I thought it was like impossible. I was like, this is, let's just try this. Out. I don't, I don't, I don't think it can be done, but let's do it. Uh, but yeah, of course I, in real estate, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no passion for it. And as soon as I, saw the opportunity in the apparel industry. I really didn't know it was going to be lucrative or not. Right. I just knew that 
while I was helping Michael with his clothing brand, I knew it was a lot more enjoyable just watching what he was doing. And he wasn't making any money doing it at that time. I just, I just knew like, this is, this is something that's, that's more fits within my lifestyle and what I can see myself doing for a very long time. Would you say that, you know, pursuing what you're actually passionate about and what you enjoy is something that is key to actually creating a successful business? I think, I I think so, George, just being successful in general, right? Because you're not just financially better, uh, mentally, you're in a happier place because you're doing what you actually enjoy doing, right? And if you're doing, doing things for money over time, you're like, it's, it's, you know, a lot of these guys I know that have money, but they don't, they don't enjoy what they're doing. They're, they're asking me questions all day. I was like, great. Well, you have, you have a lot more money than me, but you, you're not happy. Like what's, what's, what's going on? He's like, well, I didn't, I happen to make money, but I'm, I'm on this every day just feels like the same. And for myself, I guess they see me like, Hey, you're doing cool things. You're doing things that are, you're, you're turning your hobbies into your careers and what you're doing is not really work. Right. They're, they're sitting behind their desk, wishing they could go home right now or go on vacation while myself, what I'm working on are things that ideas that I dream about. And I'm working with people that I really admire or, or looked up to over the years. And now they become business partners or friends. And I, I guess that's, you know, it's, it's different when, you're not working for money. Mm-hmm. And would you say, though, that like, you know, when you're doing things out of the love for it and out of the passion for it, that that path takes longer than pursuing something that may be more lucrative or like, you know, trendy at the time? Yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are trying, always trying to look for that get rich quick schemes and you know, some, you know, very few people actually, it actually works out for, um, majority of them doesn't. Um, yeah, the road, road is long. I'm, I'm in almost at my 20 year mark. Right. And I'm still here, you know, I'm, I'm living pretty well, but if I could, I could have made more money doing other things possibly. Um, uh, but would I be happier? Probably not. You know, risks and sacrifices are inevitable and inescapable in your path when you are, you know, creating something out of nothing, when you are entrepreneurial, when you are, you know, creating your own path. You mentioned that, you know, trying to start your own vodka company wasn't your biggest quote unquote failure. Are you, if you're open, what would you say that, you know, was your biggest quote unquote failure? Uh, what's the biggest failure? Um, the restaurant concept that we built, we spent over a million dollars trying to build this concept out. And at the end of it, we never opened. We never opened. We sold it for a big loss. And I think that was one of the toughest ones to swallow in terms of financial side, financial side. Um, but I guess the upside when I look at it was it got me out of a project with people that I, I, um, I didn't align, you know, we didn't align in terms of vision on how to be successful or, or build a strong brand. And this was coming off the heels of, of launching, you know, after ice cream, which was super crazy at the time. And, you know, in terms of like financial failure, that's probably one of the worst. But in terms of like lessons, like I, I, I probably shouldn't have been in that project in the first place. And 
I'm glad that was like a window for myself to get out. What about that project, you know, made it not work out? Like moving forward from that project, you know, what did you take away of like, okay, now I'm going to look out for these signs to make sure that I'm not in this position again? I think we had a lot of clashes with everyone. There's a lot of chefs in the kitchen where and we had one partner who was stealing money, you know, on this during this, this construction bill. We're like, where's that? I don't think it costs as much to build this. And uh, we have other partners who felt they needed con- control creatively. And for myself, I was like, okay, well, I don't have, a, if I don't have a voice in this project, like it doesn't feel like an extension of me. And I, I only want to be a part of brands that are extension of me, right? Like it's just, I'm giving it out to the world. And I want to provide the best experience possible. And if I can't do that, then I'd rather not be a part of it. I'd rather not attach my name to it. I feel like this kind of touches back on, you know, being mindful of who it is that you're surrounded by and like how important that is. What qualities do you look out for in teammates, in potential business partners? Um, Yeah. What is it? What is it that you look out for in them where you're like, okay, these are the qualities that I desire for them to have in order for us to come together and create something. I think I look for transparency. I look for someone who's willing to go above and beyond, right? Besides just doing what they're good at. Like if you're someone new, if you're someone new to the circle and you're not giving the extra, you know, you're not giving extra to, 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 to make sure it works. Right. Um, there's like the little things that you can see in people like, Hey, they're willing to go out of their way to do things, even though they don't like it. Um, just to prove to you that they they belong they belong a part of this project and uh, respect I think respect is another thing uh, amongst amongst business partners that I, I look upon um, open mindedness you know uh, a lot of things that happen you know going through a pandemic if you're not willing to change things up um, that could be detrimental to the business and. I think at the end of the day, people that I work with, they, everyone understands the goal is to make sure the business is top priority and that it lives even beyond us, right? That's the goal. Like, If I'm not here, that this the business will still run without us. And as long as we take care of it, it'll take care of us. Yeah, there is this, um, this post that you made. I, I forgot exactly what you know, word by word, what you mentioned, but what I took from it was that, you know, you were sharing how you've had all these interests and all these ideas to, you know, pursue these concepts in different industries. And before you got into these industries, you really didn't know that much about them. I feel like some people may stop themselves from pursuing something they want to do because they feel like they don't know enough. What is it that you would say you need to just get started on an idea or something that you're curious about pursuing? If, if I have an idea brewing through my head and I can't stop thinking about it, if I'm up all night, like going through how to bring it to life, and that's when, and, 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 and if I can get everyone around me excited, that's when we go, we just go. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's how we've worked and usually those concepts are the one that has the most success within our projects is the ones that, you know, even though it might sound nearly impossible or ridiculous, as long as we were all fired up about it, we always figured out a way to make it work. And, you know, 
a lot of these ideas when they initially when we initially have them come out completely different at the end you know at the end of it um for the most part a lot better um but you know it's, it's there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it but i think you know we've always been the guys that are like okay let's let's just run first and we'll, we'll figure out things later and we'll just pick up along the pieces along the way because if we if we don't capture the fire now we, we you know we're going to be onto something else and might lose that lose that fire right now yeah and is that also how you distinguish like which idea to pursue because you strike me as someone who has like so many ideas and i know there are people out there who feel the same like i have so many ideas but i don't even know which one to pursue or which one's worth going after yeah the one i think it's just like i i'm like this you know very emotion in terms of like which projects i prioritize and focus on it's definitely very emotion based right i was like hey i'm so excited about this i need i need to get this idea out right now i can't I can't stop. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to give up the next few months of sleep in order to put this out to the world. And that's how we, that's a lot of times how we pursue our projects. And, you know, we go through a lot of hiccups along the way because of it. And my friends, you know, I, you know, along the way we've, we were building something else and I stopped everyone. I was like, stop. I got this other idea. This is going to be better. Let's just try this out. Give it a chance. And everyone freaks out. But at the end of the day, you know, they're, giving my high fives and thanking me later on at the end of it. So I was like, I, I, I made the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I'm sure too, that like, you know, with experience, you've gotten more comfortable with trusting yourself on like, you know, these sudden changes or these risks or sacrifices. I'm sure that it's been like a muscle that you've strengthened over time. Of course, the confidence level definitely, you know, the more, each project becomes successful. It definitely gives me the confidence. I'm like, okay, we definitely need to do this. You know, we're not, um, I'm not going to second guess myself. And of course, early on when I was younger, I was definitely second guessing myself a lot, a lot of times. And every time, I, every time I did, I missed out on, on certain opportunities. So these days I'm like, no more. I need to, that gut instinct knows what it's talking about. It understands it. It feels that you need to, you need to follow it. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned earlier when we talked about your quote unquote biggest failure that it was after the massive success that you had with Afters Ice Cream. So it kind of seems like you experienced like one end of the stick to the completely other end where it's like you experienced massive success and then you had this like really big failure. How was you experiencing those two contrasts for you? Like you know, coming out of afters and having that success where you like, oh, like I experienced this great success. I, I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of success with this next one. Like, were you kind of moving with that confidence of the first one and did it break you down when it didn't go as planned? Absolutely. hundred percent. Exactly. What we're talking about right now, because at that time period was the one I was, that was the first time in my life when I started doing multiple projects instead of just doing one thing. You know, when I did real estate, I did just that. When I did clothing, I kind of did both, but I adjusted more. You know, I was, I'm leaning more into that. Same with the clothing going into after ice cream. Um, but this, the, these projects after that were going simultaneously now, and we're going off of a project that was, you know, after ice cream was completely revolutionizing the food business at the time period. Um, and, 
you know, we're like, okay, we, we caught lightning in a bottle. Can, you know, I think we can do this again. We have, you know, everyone's eyes on us. Let's, we have to do it right now. And after that, you know, the first few concepts that we did, you know, didn't pan out so well, you know, based just based off of a lot of different factors of, like I mentioned earlier, too many chiefs in the kitchen, not having creative control. And after those three, I was like, maybe I don't have it. Maybe I need to slow down a bit and, and really listen to my, listen to my, my gut feeling and, and, and take, take more control and take more of a lead and be very aware that my name is on a lot of these projects. And if I'm putting my name on this, I need to make sure that I'm hundred percent happy with it. Is slowing down that advice that you would give someone who is experiencing a lot of momentum? Like, I don't know if you experience momentum like that again with another concept after that and you approached it differently. Of course, absolutely. I, I, I don't know. Okay, when I mentioned slowing down, maybe it's like taking a, taking maybe a day to, to, to escape everything and really listen to yourself, right? Like I, I do, for the most part, I do meditation um, daily and that gives me a chance to you know, block everything out and not worry about work for a second and really clean out, clean out all that toxic energy or toxic thoughts and, and then find that real clarity and find what, what, or realign myself back to, to my vision of this is why I'm doing it for, this is what I'm doing. This is what I need to do to, in order to reach this. And once I get that all together, then I'm like, Hey, now I know exactly what to do. I got, I got, I got a second to breathe. And I think those deep breaths um, are very important, uh, especially as you know, I'm getting older and I'm understanding, I'm becoming more self-aware of what's going on. Um, I think that's a, I think that's a important part to where I am today and where I continue going from here. Yeah, like really making sure that you're grounded in your movements and not doing anything suddenly just out of like the rush of you know the success or the momentum you're experiencing making sure that you're being very mindful with with everything with you know speaking on after his ice cream i believe it was in 2016 where you experienced that like massive success and it's for those that may not be be aware after his ice cream you know had their infamous milky bun where, which is like the ice cream donut. Um, congratulations, by the way. Um, and you had lines every day. You grew, you know, over 27 locations. And I'm just curious to ask you, you know, how did you manage to keep up with like that sudden growth? Because I'm sure there were some growing pains as well where you were like, oh my gosh, I have to make all these adjustments. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people involved besides myself in that project. So, you know, we we're growing so fast and newly working together, right? We're now we're, you know, it's like, I tell people, I'm like, it's like, I just put out this, I was a new artist. We're a new group together that got put together. And now we just had this hit song and we're on tour now. Now now they're like, Hey, figure out how to get along and and keep the smile on your face and keep it growing. And it's not easy, you know, because now you're dealing with, I came from clothing to food, which was was already a big adjustment. And then, you know, normally people get a start slow and, you know, things open up and slowly customers build, but we have this out the gate was like, boom, we have lines out the door every single day. It's like, okay, 
how do we handle this? How do we speed the process? How do we clean things up? And, you know, it, it definitely wasn't easy. Um, but I think a lot of us at that time period, we were on the same page of what we were willing to do into, in order to grow. And we grew rapidly. You know, we went from one store the first year to six stores the second year. And the, into our third year, I got, think we got into four, I think 14, 15 stores by our third year. And yeah. Did you bring in like a mentor at any point or has it like consistently been you and your teams kind of like figuring things out as you go? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever had a mentor in these projects or someone to like, I call all the time to, to ask questions. I've always picked apart a lot of qualities and uh, philosophies from a lot of different people that I look up to. I was like, I'll ask, and if I really want to know, then I'll reach out and ask questions. Uh, I've had a life coach once just for my, you know, mental st stability balance at the time. Uh, but in terms of like business mentorship, like, I'm just picking apart from guys that I look up to apart. I was like, Hey, he, he looks like he does a great job of operating his company. He looks like he has great, he built great, great brand culture. She looks like she, she knows how to, you know, get everyone's energy going. So I mean, I'm, I'm picking things apart from, from everyone that I'm looking up, looking up to. Let's take a moment to talk about our partner, Athletic Greens, who has a product called AG1 that I have been taking every single day for the past month and have been loving so much because I have been wanting to implement vitamins and supplements into my life for such a long time, but I didn't know where to start. And literally with just one scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start your day right. And it's just felt so good um, to take AG1 when I get home from the gym and have that replenishment and know that I am continuing my day with a body full of nutritional goodness and greatness. And what I love about this product by Athletic Greens is that it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It's friendly for you, and it contains less than one gram of sugar. It has no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Like, seriously, y'all, I'm not just saying that. AG1 actually tastes really, really good, and it supports better sleep quality and recovery. Like I said, having that replenishment when I get home from the gym has been so great. And it also supports mental clarity and alertness. And also it's like just one scoop a day. It's one thing with the best of things. And Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So they're always making sure that they are up to date with the best of the best and making sure that they're offering a product that is really offering just 
the best quality of vitamins and minerals and nutrients for our body. And it costs you less than $3 a day. It's it's such a great investment. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health community and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just, again, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash SWG. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash SWG to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I have put the link in the description below. Now let's continue this awesome, inspiring conversation with Andy. You stepped away from After's Ice Cream. How was letting that go for you because I feel like you know building something that just was incredibly successful and I'm sure it was just like very dear to your heart like did you find it hard to step away um was it like a process did you take you some time to like finally like let it go how how was that for you you know it's been so it's like you know the, the brand is reaching its nine-year mark rates you know and and when I think about it, a lot of times, like, it feels like yesterday, you know, I was in the mix, right? I was like, I was in there scooping ice cream, you know, like, um, putting everyone's staff schedule together, you know, talking, you know, trying to hype everyone up. And, uh, I also know that in this time period, I've, I've also had so many different ideas and I've grown so much since, since that, you know, it's nine, 10 years is a lot, is a long time for it to, to be in a brand. Now that was probably the longest project I've been a part of, uh, ever in my life. So. Uh, I think the only part I was nervous about was to tell, to talk about it to the public that I was exiting. You know, that's a, that's an interesting thing because everyone connects me so much to that brand. But I'm happy that I did because now I felt like, okay, that's, that's one thing off my, 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 uh, off my back. And I hope the brand continues to grow because that's a part of my legacy. Um, but I have, I, I've always feel like I have so much more to offer to, these next generations of projects that I'm working on and and people that I'm working with along the way. And I think these new brands or these new partners and projects I'm working with, they deserve, they deserve my attention right now. How did you know it was time to let go? And I'm asking this with the intention for others who may be questioning, like, when is it time to let go of something that I'm working on or something that I've created? And it sounds like your intention of letting this go was to create more space for further growth and expansion for yourself. Yeah, I think, you know, I think uh, my partners and I were all in completely different places now. You know, we've grown, you know, nine years and we all saw, you know, we're all working on all of us. All of us were working on different things. And I think it was a long time coming. Honestly, I probably should have left. I probably should have exited years before that. Um just having it on my back and the pressure continue to figure out how to grow and work with a number of different people. It's, it's not very easy. And, and my mindset was already a lot different and, and my vision on how I wanted to align myself with brands was, was changing as well. You know, that was that brands at 27 stores becoming more corporate and 
I'm more of the like free flowing. We got to keep brand culture and everyone, you know, like together and storytelling. And you know, it, it changes when when you have a lot of new voices coming in. So um, I just felt like my other partners deserve these new partners and new projects deserve opportunity. And since I have a voice on the platform, I need to give it to them, and I need to I need to get away from the projects that are holding me back. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it crazy how like you can create something, you know, and it just grows so big to the point where you're like, oh man, it's 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 holding me back now. I need to let it go and move on. Um, it's a beautiful thing though. It is, it's a beautiful thing to be able to experience so much growth in something that you've created. So after over like 20 concepts that you've developed over the past eight years in over 60 locations worldwide, what has been one of your favorite lessons that you've learned in, in that journey? Uh, favorite lessons that I've learned is that I don't ever have to be stuck to one thing and it's okay if my dreams and goals continue to evolve because along the way of this journey, how I pictured my life is completely different than what I imagined myself 20 years ago, right? I was like, hey, I'm going to be doing this or I'm going to be retired at this age or I'm going to, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be the big fashion designer, but I, you know, now I'm not even in fashion anymore. Uh, but I still, you know, but I'm able to still help my friends that are, my friends that are, are launching brands are in fashion. Um, and as a kid, as I think at 18 years old, 19 years old, I thought I was going to work in the music industry. Right. And I'm completely far from that, but I'm still working with my partners are, you know, Houston rapper, legend, Bun B, Snoop Dogg, like these, you know, they, I got to work with these these artists that I, I looked up to anyways and that I wanted to work with, but I just happened to be working with them in a different capacity. And their respect level to me is is also insane, right? Because they look up to me they're like, they're like, you're you're big in your own right. I, I was like, I guess. I was like, I don't have millions of people chasing me, but he goes, but you're doing, you're, you're revolutionizing food just as they did in music. And I was like, I guess, I guess you can say that. And, and you know, it's funny to watch and see the dynamic of things and how things turned out. Yeah. And I think that's important to acknowledge too, that like, you know, don't be, to not be so fixated on how your life will pan out or how it will unfold, because you could have been so fixated, like, when you were younger, no, I have to work in the music industry. I really want to meet these artists. But you allowed yourself to evolve in, in ways that you didn't even imagine. And here you are, like aligning with these artists. And it was, you know, it, it all ends up in ways that you can't imagine at first. But that flexibility is important. And I noticed too, like as, as you were speaking right now, earlier you mentioned that, you know, when you walked away from After's Ice Cream, what you were least looking forward to is like announcing it to the world. And, you know, as you were talking about you really loving how you've allowed yourself to evolve and, you know, try new things that you didn't even think you would try and get into industries you didn't think you'd, you know, end up in, um, it's been you allowing yourself to change and your idea, your concept of yourself to change. And it goes back to the beginning of our conversation where you had that mindset shift of like, I'm going to be my true self and I'm going to let go of what everyone else thinks. 
And I feel like this all kind of ties together of like, you know, you ultimately doing what you personally feel called to do and letting go of what other people think and allowing yourself to change. And sometimes that can be hard because you'll have these concepts of yourself or you'll be so tied to a certain identity of yourself. Um, do you do you find it easier for yourself now to like expand your identity or like to evolve into a new you? Yeah, I think that different moments and times at different places in time that, you know, you still have that kid. I still have that kid inside me where, you know, I'm like, what are they going to think if I do this or say this? Or when, when is the right time to announce this or do that? Um, but I think I've been able to put my brand out there in a certain way where it makes sense and it works out for me. No, like I don't, if, if you see, if you, you know, I think people, there are people have caught on, right? Cause I tell them, I was like, Hey, there's a lot of stories. A lot of my, I'm, I, there's a lot of moments in my life where I'm in a dark place or, or things are tough or I'm, or I'm dealing with so many different things. And eventually I do share it. I just wait a long period of time. And the reason why is because I always want to use my platform as a, positive uh, up like something to look up to look uh, look up for right look um down the road for and i want to wait until i break my i break through these moments and once i break through and i'm ready then i'm ready to share like hey this is what i went through three or four years ago like i don't i didn't talk about it in that time period um but look at where it's taking me in those three or four years like how, how it's completely transformed and I'm in a much better place than I was in that time period. So yeah, I do share a lot of my lessons and sometimes I hold these, I hold a lot of those stories for years and I have it written down. I have some things written down now for probably that I won't share from, for, for another five, six years that I want to hang on to. And I think it'll be you know, time then. Yeah. I love that you do that because I think sometimes when we share things prematurely too, it doesn't allow us to fully process the experience. And so I really like that you make it a point to sit with yourself and like really integrate the experience before you like share it with the world. I think I'm able to navigate a lot of that because I've been, I've had a lot of different experiences and I've been through a lot. I know, I know some, for some people they need to, they need to express it earlier. They need someone to talk to, right? I'm thankfully that I can hold it in and I'm able to fight through it and understand like, Hey, there is, there is a light at the end of this tunnel. Like I've been through this multiple times before for some people it's their first time going through it and hopefully they can use my lessons as a way like hey like i'm i'm at my 20 year mark and i still go through a lot of issues and i still go through a lot of different things um but i'm still doing what at the same time I'm still doing what i love and and it's evolved into something much greater than i ever thought something that i i feel called to share right now that that's been on my mind is like you know, a lot of people really want to create one of their ideas, but they just haven't started. Like they're just afraid to start. And something that I'm that I I'm I'm sharing this from my own experience that I've noticed is like once you allow yourself, like you gift yourself the opportunity to pursue one big idea, like just start it, just do it and see what happens. Like after you do that one big idea, you'll feel more comfortable to go after more ideas. Like pursuing your ideas just becomes 
easier in a way and and you let go of that like blockage that barrier between you and just getting an idea started of course and you know when you put it out to the world you never know what's going to come back to you from it and uh, i tell a lot of people like don't leave those ideas in your head because time flies flies so quickly and 10 years later someone's going to do it and you'll be like i already had that idea 10 years ago i'll i'm always say hey you're not they're the ones that brought it to action. That's why they're at where they're at. You just kept it in your mind. And everyone, everyone has thousands of ideas every single day. It's just the ones who are ones that are willing to participate and take action on it. This last leg of this conversation, I kind of want to pivot into a bit more of like personal Andy. You know, this, this path of yours takes a lot of faith in self. And I'm curious to ask you if you have faith in like a higher power if you consider yourself spiritual yeah i you know i i grew up you know my parents are buddhists you know so um naturally i'm I'm a buddhist from that uh but you know growing up as a kid my parents actually put they let me go to bible study i went to a christian bible study for a good number of years every single friday as a kid not knowing i was going to that and I was learning about a lot of different things about, you know, God at the same time at home, my parents are trying to guide me on Buddhism, te- technically parts of it. And, you know, I, these days, how I put, I guess for myself is I know there's a different, there's an energy out there. Um, there's an energy out there that's been pushing me to go this route, right. That's putting me through all these life experiences that I needed to go through because I don't think, I think without these experiences, I would not have appreciated or being grateful or show gratitude to where I'm at now. Uh, I think those are very important lessons that I think a lot of people need to go through. And I don't think it should be an easy journey for a lot of people because yeah, you don't understand how, you know, you won't understand how the true meaning of why you're here in the first place, unless you go through all these challenges and journeys and roller coasters that are needed to be placed. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you perceive struggles and obstacles and challenges as valuable and you seek out the lessons within those and and believe them to be meant to be and put forth on your path to learn something that's meant to assist you in what you're headed towards. And earlier you mentioned that you meditate. Are there other spiritual practices that you uh integrate into your day-to-day that help you in in being grounded yeah I, I do i make sure i i still journal to this day i i read i read on my my free time i make sure to have time for myself to go explore and and and, and be curious and learn about different things to keep to, to get myself out of things and then you know, shake things up a bit and i to keep things fresh and, and and put myself in new experiences that i've never been in before uh just so it opens my mind up a bit more uh, i'm always trying a lot of different things that you know that i see from other people and you know, i'm trying to brush my teeth with my my with my other hand my opposite hand or a lot of different things that i'm always playing around with to, to uh, hopefully enhance and elevate myself yeah i love that so the the last thing that I want to touch on, I feel, is um, a big part of your life that changed you, which is fatherhood. How has becoming a father changed you as a person, as a businessman? 
yeah, but I, I, you know, I have two girls, so it definitely softened me up a lot more. Um, having kids definitely transformed me because, you know, even just being married to my wife, I was still going at 110, you know, I was going at 110 all the time with all my work and projects and never stopping and traveling, it's living on an airplane. Uh, these days is a lot, I'm more aware of it, right? So I have a lot more, more tighter time blocks and certain times I won't, I won't pick up calls. You know, there's like, like from, from five to 9 PM while I'm with my kids that don't even call me because I'm not going to jump in the meeting or you know, even it's an emergency, you guys got to figure it out. I'm sorry. Um, even the way I travel now is completely different. Before I was, when I was traveled, I'd be gone for as long as I wanted. Right. But now I'm like, I'm going to fly. The, I'm going to leave at 7 a.m. I'm, I'm going to land back home at 7 p.m. so I can go get, put the kids to bed. Uh, a lot of different things that have changed me that I still want to be a part of their lives. And I know, you know, I, I, everyone's like, hey, if you did more, you could you could make more money. I was like, I, I have two kids. I'm already making more money than I ever did before anyways. And I think I'm making a lot better sound decisions anyways with my kids. And I don't want to miss out on a lot of their big moments in their life because I'm not going to get to relive that. You know, my work will always be here. I've already did a big part of my life for 20 years of that. My kids are, you know, right now, right now they love me. They want to be around me. They want to hold my hand. Eventually they're not going to want to do that. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take advantage of it while I can with them. Yeah. I love that. I love that. In all your success that you've experienced, what's the one takeaway that you want your children to have? when they see you and all that you've accomplished like what do you hope is their takeaway from everything you've done i hope they take away that you know they will they will be going through times that aren't easy and tough but if they look at if they're able to look at my blueprint or the path that i developed for them that there's always light at the end of this tunnel um that they have a lot of great people in their life besides just myself and my wife that we know we're surrounded by amazing people and that we're setting themselves up to do what they, you know, whatever they want to do and, and pursue in life as passion, whether it's education or entrepreneurship or whatever, you know, that's, um, we, I'm never going to force them into one way or another and whatever they decide, I will be there to support them and, and hope they, they make an impact within the realm that they're in as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And before we get into the final five, which are just five fill in the blank sentences, I want to hold space for you in the case that there's anything you feel called to share or wanted to touch on that we didn't touch on. I want to hold space for that. But if not, it's all good. Uh, I'm ready to jump in. Let's jump in. Let's jump into the five. Okay. So these are just five fill in the blanks. It could be one word or more than one word. I am grateful to know amazing beautiful people in this world i am grateful to be in this position that i'm in i am grateful to overcome challenge beautiful beautiful and amazing challenges i am grateful to learn every day and i am grateful to receive love mm, beautiful thank you so much andy Wen. i really really appreciate you and your time and your energy Congratulations on everything that you have created in your lifetime. It, it truly is so impressive and really inspiring. Thank, thank you for having me on and appreciate the amazing energy that you bring. And I uh, wish you the best along, along your journey as well. Thank you.